0: I used to give like titty shows to the cab driver and he would give me right. He would give me. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what? like, so like I would sit in the front seat and pull my tits out and like play with my tits and stuff. All the girls did it. Like all the girls that were broke. Yeah. Like at the strip club. That's how I found out his name was Clyde. <laughs> Clyde's taxis. <laughs> now they'd be like, Oh, Clyde will take you. You know, you just got to show him your tits. And so like, I don't remember how much he would give me, but like, you know, maybe a hundred bucks or something. And he would write it on. He had like a little Rolodex with like little with all the girls names on it and like what credit he gave them and yeah so like it was convenient as shit because that's you know i need a ride to work but first a word from our sponsors
1: you know you've made it in entertainment or are on your way out when you're helping dicks get and stay hard give your cock a natural performance boost with our sponsor joy mode no prescriptions no drugs it's just like a pre-workout but for sex Get 20% off your first order at usejoymode.com slash manwhore. Again, that's usejoymode, U-S-E-J-O-Y-M-O-D-N-E, <laughs> and use promo code manwhore at checkout. The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by Audio Desires, an erotic audio platform dedicated to giving you the best aural sex you can have. With hundreds of sexy stories in three different languages and a sleek user friendly design, Audio Desires is the right fit to get you in the mood. Enjoy 50% off an annual membership or 20% off a monthly membership when you use promo code MANHOR at AudioDesires.com. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Podcast what's up what's up all you slut bots all your daddy drones shout out to all the blockchain ball stompers out there this is billy persida and you are listening to the man whore podcast hey 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 everybody what's up welcome to the show this week i have got back returning Over 400 episodes later, porn star, veteran, Sarah J, everybody. Sarah J is back on the pod. Very excited to share this conversation with her in just a little bit. Uh, First, uh, I got a fun text. Some of y'all who've been on the Patreon for like many years might remember this guy. I had on uh, a, a fellow slutty dude who is couch surf hosting me. In Austin, like, back in 2017. And, uh, no, we did a little bonus episode, dropped on the Patreon. But every once in a while, he would, he'd hit me up over the years and say that, do it, be, saying he was on the podcast on a date, uh, helped him get laid. And I got, <laughs> uh, I got another text from him, uh, over the weekend. He said, sir, once again, knowing you has gotten me laid, I'm like, congrats, story. He says, I'll feed you. Late 20s gal. We match and hinge. We meet up and we're discussing random bullshit, you know. Then the discussion turns to podcasts. I'm like, what do you listen to? She says, uh, the normal white girl answers. Serial. This American life. Call her daddy. But wait, there's this other show about this guy who interviews his past lovers. Direct quote. Record scratch everything halts i say are you referencing the man whore podcast she was slightly embarrassed that i knew it also sidebar everybody you know isn't it odd that like she she described my podcast went name my podcast (laughs) he goes on to say i recovered we got dessert and then uh, you had more dessert later that night you are a legend i don't know if i'd go as far as say legend i just bought a microphone and put it up on the internet uh any any of you can do it too But I did say, man, why are people so embarrassed to admit that they like the man whore podcast? But he offered some insights. He was like, you know, I think it's it's giving in to admitting that they like talking about and hearing about sex. The culture is changing, but still got a ways to go. Anyways, uh, shout-out to Danny. Congrats on getting laid, I guess. And uh, if you want to hear his bonus episode, it's available exclusively on Patreon, and I'll have a link to it directly in the show notes. You can also gain access to over 200 bonus episodes. You know the deal. There's a whole lot on the Patreon, and that's that's what's keeping the lights on. It's much appreciated when you're chipping into the Patreon, uh, even if you're just trying to give me a few bucks. Uh, Oh, shout out also to Amanda, who sent me $20 on Venmo last week, saying she heard I had some tax problems. Thank you, Amanda. That was very sweet of you. Uh, Folks, yeah, Venmo cash up. That's always in the show notes of every episode. And the Patreon, come on, you know the deal. Patreon.com slash podcast. You know, uh, one of the members of Fanhorn Nation supporting the pod. Shout out to Mitch Franks. Let's give him a real quick fan whore appreciation moment. Thanks for uh, you know, throwing me $5 of, uh, of your $116,704 worth of casino winnings in poker. Apparently, you were, uh, you're very good. Good luck in the next tourney. Over the weekend, went to uh, went to hacienda. The the theme was (laughs) my big fat orgy wedding. And behind the bar, they temporarily installed a flat screen TV so they could play my big fat Greek wedding on loop for a moment. Like I was, I went to go get some water, and I, I don't even recognize the movie right away. So I just see like there's like a little girl running on screen doing something little girls do, and like I don't know, I'm dicks are out and stuff, and I'm just like, why? why is there a little girl on screen and someone's like it's my big fat greek wedding i was oh okay i get it didn't know why we were playing a pg movie at a very x-rated event but i i, I can flow with it had a great time at hacienda that i think i set my own personal best I, I i fucked three times at the party that was great practiced my nose a couple came up to uh to us and were like hey you guys y'all playing and uh you know i don't think uh, we were, i was really in the mood to play with others that night uh, or at least with people i didn't know so uh i practiced my nose i said i think not for this evening but thank you god love having a no respected but something very interesting happened i my day was in the bathroom and you know an ex of mine a past guest of the pod uh, episode 260 if you want to hear the background around that relationship this is a person who at the parties things have gone very cordial and polite that relationship ended very loudly very angrily between both of us i mean that was a real toxic relationship we both fucking sucked in that relationship this person kept like accusing me of things like love bombing and gaslighting at the time these were newer terms to me I think love bombing they were just starting the right articles about there's love bombing and then the gaslighting i just like wasn't sure what it was and they would say it to me, and then I would say, but you're, I feel like you do that to me. But because I'm the man in the relationship, it was a lot of like, nope, nope, it's you. It's definitely you, and all my friends agree that it's you. There was also a lot of fallout after that relationship ended. Uh, my, the ex before that person, P, was uh, was kind of whispering in their ear, reaching out on social media to be like, hi, I'm Billy's ex, and let me let me tell you some things. The fallout of that relationship led to me getting like banned from a couple play parties. One of w- one party where they said, "Hey, we've never had a problem with you, but we're banning you." And uh, the other one is a party I've never attended any of their clubhouse parties, and and I was still getting banned. Why? We just general people. You're apparently shitty. Shit fucked my head up for a while. But this person came up to me and said they'd been meaning to reach out. They left their fiance who who was kind of a prick. And they said that, you know, now that they'd been in an actual abusive relationship, they had thought about me, the things that they said to me, now that they've actually experienced gaslighting and abusive tendencies. And they realized that they were throwing out, throwing out terms at me that maybe weren't a fit, and that that might have been confusing for me. And for that, they were sorry. These are things that they said about me and to me, to other people as well that led to like a lot of consequences. And I felt so relieved to like start the party with like this acknowledgement that like, Hey, yeah, we were toxic and everything, but you're not like an abuser. The way in which I was speaking about you to other people. And I'm sorry. I was like, can I have a hug? And we had a real good hug and I think things were good. I was really happy about that. There's like a vindication there. And there's also a hope there that like, you know, we can realize that we were wrong about something years later and say, I'm sorry. Something a lot of you all know, especially if you heard my episode with Eve Ricker back in the fall. You know, you all know I'm doing a lot of that these days. So anyways, folks, if if you're waiting for an apology for someone, I wouldn't say like hold your breath, but you can hold on to a little bit of hope. You might be surprised at an orgy one day. Somebody might show up and and validate that you're not crazy and you're not the monster that uh, they convinced a lot of people to think that you were. So that was really fucking cool. Hey, if you're here just to hear me with Sarah J, thank you for indulging me. It's a little something we do on the podcast—a little hint of vulnerability and then a whole lot of fun, sexy talk later. Welcome to the pod. My guest this week is Sarah J. You can hear her all the way back. I believe it's episode twenty-two. The Cliff Notes version is uh, Sarah J. and a woman, Siri, also past guest of the pod. You can hear her episode from a couple years back. Did an event called Team BJ Two, where they blow all of their Twitter followers, and I arranged to both be in Team BJ Two and interview Sarah J. the next day. Hey, I'll do your porno. You do my podcast. A little spot trade. Hey. Uh, we, uh, there's one dude, Omar, who was in the movie with me. And uh, for some reason, we clicked and we hung out. Then I went to the old Vegas. and We just like got drunk. And we were walking around old Vegas being like, oh, hey, how was your day? Oh, ours. Oh, we just did a porno. Ah. i guess we thought it was cool just walk around town because see if you went around in 2022 if you walk around old vegas and say you just did a porn you know uh, there's a good chance someone's gonna say yeah me too you're not special (laughs) this is vegas no ad read this week all right uh do check out my sponsors from the pre-roll joy mode trying to get a little sexual boost in your day? Use promo code manhor Audio Desires, if you need some audio erotica, need something you can subtly listen to at work while you build up some tension in your pants for that bathroom break, hey, Audiodesires.com, promo code manhor
0: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must-not-take-yourself-too-seriously and 6-1-since-that-matters and I was in the booby trap in Miami um, my roommate works there and her and I had gone out drinking one night and I didn't want the like fun to end and she's like we can go by my job I was like okay because I was already drunk and we get in there and I was like oh my god there's too many people in here get me out of here like yeah I just wasn't ready yet like <laughs> not only that but like sometimes like when I'm in strip clubs if I'm not like announced that I'm gonna be there and I'm not like hosting or something they try to take advantage of that, you know? The club? Yeah, the club. So like we get there and we're sitting there and I'm just, you know, I'm in something like this, just chilling, you know, in the corner. And all of a sudden they move us to like the center. They move us to like the center of the room and I I wasn't ready for that. And now everybody's staring at me and the photographers are there and the news is there and stuff. And I look, oh, and it's like Kodak Black and Drake's behind me. I was like... I just wanted to be in the corner. Yeah, like yeah, I just wanted to dip in and dip out, have a couple of drinks, see some booties.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do the girls do <laughs> girls get like upset? They're like fucking sour jays here, like hogging the spot. It depends.
0: Most of the time. um they're like curious like who are you or they're come like somebody will come over and be like oh you're my boyfriend's favorite blah 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 blah. yeah like why are you here you know that kind of thing so it's just it's a mixed bag yeah
1: okay but at least it's like oh why are you here and not like why the fuck are you here? right
0: yeah usually like especially in miami people are pretty like girl-friendly in strip clubs but some cities they're not you know like and i feature dance and stuff too and so whenever you go into a new city or a new club you're always like is this going to be one of those clubs where like the girls are like (laughs) <laughs> or if this is going to be one of those where the girls are like, oh, my God, we're so excited to have you. Usually it's the latter because they know that I'm bringing money to the club, you know, yeah. when it's like announced and stuff. So that's cool.
1: Yeah. What, uh, what was the vibe of the strip clubs like you started at? <laughs>
0: Oh, funny stories! I just recently went and visited them. Oh, yeah, just for fun. Um, did you
1: go and say "Hey, everybody!" or did you just go in and uh, give it the finger? <laughs> oh
0: man, I was in shock. Like, ah, uh, so I started dancing in Northern Kentucky. <laughs> Wait, excuse what now? Yeah, You're Northern. From Ken- I'm from, from Ken- Ohio, but oh. like, we didn't have any strip clubs like it was illegal to have okay. strip clubs so um you had to dance in either Kentucky or Indiana basically right okay. and I started out in Kentucky because I didn't have a car and that was like the closest to where I lived yeah you took the and you took no, the bus or? no I used okay. to give like titty shows to the cab driver and he would give me right. he would give me um, yeah yeah what? so like so like I would sit in the front seat and pull my tits out and like play with my tits and stuff and then he would write and he all the girls did it like all the girls that were broke yeah. like at the strip club that's how I found out His name was Clyde. (laughs) Clyde's taxis. Here's
1: Clyde's number. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, they'd be like, oh, Clyde will take you. You know, you just got to show him your tits. And so, like, I don't remember how much he would give me, but like, let's say it was like. you know, maybe a 100 bucks or something. And he would write it on he had like a little Rolodex with like a little file with all the girls names on it. And like what credit he gave them. And yeah, so like it was convenient as shit, because that's, you know, I need a ride to work, you know, so like, yeah, I would show Clyde my tits, he'd give me a 100 bucks on credit. And then he was like, you know, $10 each way to work or something. So
1: was were you close to the border?
0: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cause I'm I was thinking, of like, Cincinnati. oh, if he drove
1: you like an hour, I'd be like, no, that's, a, like 15, that's a long 15, drive for titties. <laughs>
0: yeah, like maybe 15, 20 minutes. And then my husband was in jail at the time. So he would drive me to go <laughs> see my husband on, on the days, the visitation days. <laughs> You're just like, I gotta go see my man,
1: but I gotta take these titties <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah,
0: no, I would, you know, like, I'm mixed like, emotions. Here, here you go. Um, yeah, it was, it was hilarious. So that was how I used to get to and from All work, right. but I went and visited there recently. Yeah hilarious so um we go in and i'm with my um security who's Willie, like my best friend you yeah where,
1: where where is i
0: i did Willie, not see right? willy that. yeah no Willie's um Willie's at home but um my camera guy is supposed to be here his flight was delayed like five hours oh, it's horrible oh. yeah he's been on the runway too oh. yeah i'm like oh i'm sorry uh but anyway so we go to kentucky and i was like look that's the first club i stripped in and um we go in and i have to pee and i go straight to the back so i catch a quick glimpse of like the whole club and i'm like oh my god it was so humbling Mm -hmm. you know i was like i came from here (laughs) oh shit so i go in the bathroom I open up the door and there's um, it's like a one-stall bathroom kind of thing with the, sink, the sinks out and then the stall. There's a girl sitting on the concrete unfinished concrete floor with a little drain, you know? Mm. There's a girl sitting on the floor counting her money and there's another girl sitting on the toilet counting her money talking to her boyfriend like, oh, you ain't shit. Come on, motherfucker. And, and I come in and I was like, excuse me, ladies, can I use the restroom? And she's like, yeah, sure. And so she moves from the toilet and sits on the floor right next to the toilet like, go ahead. I was like, oh, okay, thanks. So I'm peeing and everything, and she's talking to me while I'm peeing. And she's like, man, fuck these dudes. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know. And so I come out the bathroom, and I'm like shell-shocked a little bit. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the way it was, though. Like it, There's no it, change in room? Not, no, no.
1: There's no, no, there's no place they could count their money away from the bathroom. No,
0: the bathroom is the place to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I remember that, like, I was like, oh yeah, this is the same. And then I come out and, um, there's like a little stage and the stage had stairs walking up to the stage that was made out of two by fours, still with the like stamp on them from the lumber yard. You know, they didn't even bother <laughs> to paint them or finish them on the edge. They just like took the two by fours, ta, ta-, ta nailed them up there. I was like, oh shit, I used to dance here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was there
1: anyone there who uh, worked there back when you were there?
0: No, um, but like the place, very tiny place, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, there was probably seven strippers and... Nine customers and two people recognized me. Yeah, like, what are you doing in here? I was like, (laughs)
1: <laughs> you're, you're like that you're like that uh that's successful sure. <laughs> you're like a celebrity going back to the high school that you yeah, used to go to but yeah. oh no i used to go here yeah yeah, yeah it was yeah, kind of no, crazy no we used to do coke in that in that classroom <laughs> <It's>, yeah <laughs> and we fucked in the stairwell right. uh yeah it's cool oh, yeah. i'm glad they fixed they covered that up yeah, yeah but here yeah, they covered was, nothing up they nah. fixed nothing up Mm-mm. you were like it wow pretty
0: much the same like i don't really remember what like the carpet looked like back in the day they probably changed the carpet out yeah. You know, like, because I can't imagine the carpet like 25 years later oh, or whatever. Jesus, right? fuck. Yeah. You're, you're just
1: like, wow, it's like really 2001 all over again. Yeah, it was yeah.
0: crazy. That's
1: wild. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, and what brought you to stripping there in the first place?
0: um so when i met my husband i was working four jobs and going to college full-time okay and i was sleeping about two or three hours a night and then one day a week i would just sleep like nine hours and try to catch up you know and he was like you're literally killing yourself and i was like i know (laughs) he's like you know there's another way i'm like what do you mean he was a bouncer for strippers okay and um i had never even thought about it like that's just not in my wheelhouse of, like, life, you know? like What I, were
1: you thinking of at the time to do?
0: Well, I, I was working in offices, you know? Mm. I, w- I did telemarketing, I was um, a waitress, I worked in an office, and I worked at a coat check at a nightclub. Mm. And so, like, I was doing, like, normal people jobs, you know? And he was just like, you could strip and, like, quit all those jobs and make more money. I was like, really? Mm-hmm. I was like, me? Strip? Like, I was kind of nerdy and awkward and, like, a tomboy and stuff, so... I just never really even considered it. Like I'd never been to a strip club. I didn't know any strippers. It was something that just had never come across my plate. You know, yeah. like it's not that I was against it. It's just that I never thought of it. And um, so then I went and checked out some of these strip clubs, and I saw some of these girls in Kentucky and stuff. And I'm like, oh no, I could do this for sure. <laughs> I, I'm yeah, I got, I got, I got what it takes for sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, we are back with Sarah J, who was episode. 22
0: oh yeah what episode is, are we on now you're gonna
1: you, 434 holy
0: shit congratulations
1: yeah uh we i we we chatted the day after uh doing team bj2 yeah which for you i'm sure is like just another shoot but like for a lot of us it's like no that's the shoot that yeah. was the thing we did yeah yeah, yeah yeah for sure um who i have seen guys from that shoot At the 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 adult at Mm AVMS when I'm walking around the floor in between interviews, I go like,
0: "It's the champ! Do you remember (laughs) champ?" (laughs) come on how could i forget champ he pissed Ever. all over me <laughs> he pissed over you? what excuse yeah excuse. the first one you're talking about the guy with the, the thing on, with the yeah, with, with the, the big belt, belt and yes. we were all chanting he was the first one out the gate like he covered me in piss and then we realized we forgot to bring baby wipes to the shoot you know like everybody's like get the baby wipes get the baby wipes and everything like, oh we've got Clorox wipes. I was like, those will do. <laughs> wait, wait, how did, how do I not remember this? This is,
1: did you just play it off super oh, I totally cool? played it off super Did he cool. like, did he pee on you like when the chick fake, like yeah. fake squirts and she pees instead? Yeah, I
0: don't, I'll be honest, I don't think Champ realized he was peeing either. Oh no, buddy. Yeah, like oh. sometimes, you know, yeah, and got a prostate issue or something like that. It <laughs> could happen. It could happen. I know a little bit about <laughs> medical science.
1: But that was a that was a wild shoot. And uh, again, for a lot of the, for all the guys there. That's yeah. just that's this big thing. Whereas in yeah. I don't know, is, is that do you remember all the shoots that you do? Does I don't that- remember
0: all the shoots I do, but like, you know, I only did like a I mean, I was partially involved in organizing you that were very and producing invo- yeah, it, you it know. Like your jam. So yeah, it was like it was like a thing so that was kind of a big thing to organize that was probably one of the more complicated shoots to organize that I've ever like produced you know
1: mhm and and did you do anything else like that since then
0: no that was the last one and that will be the last one <laughs> yeah that was it was challenging uh, on every aspect of it you know like not that it wasn't fun but it was like challenging on all parts yeah (laughs) what what, do you remember any
1: particular challenges
0: i mean yeah i got pissed on okay with no baby wipes (laughs) if i if you forgot about that already (laughs) yeah i got pissed on we forgot baby wipes um the, the location i remember we were having problems with the location trying to decide where it was gonna be and then like once we decided, I forget where the initial place was. I remember it can't, whatever it was, we had to reschedule mm-hmm. like the whole location a couple of times. And then the good people at the um, the um museum, the sex museum in Vegas, they, they were able to accommodate us, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and you never know how many people it's going to be right away, you know? So it's like at the beginning, you can't just like set up a location and be like, okay, we're going to do it in this like hotel room suite because there might end up being 40 people or whatever you know like yeah so
1: yeah i remember y'all were expecting a whole ton of dudes and then like a week or like less than a week before there was that false positive moratorium i don't know if you remember that i forgot
0: about that but yeah this is
1: what i mean by like for me that's like the shoot and so i'm gonna remember every and for you you're just like oh yeah i guess that was for because you've done how many thousands of shoots i imagine
0: yeah, I've I've done over like 4000 scenes.
1: Yeah, that's oh. it, it, it's wild and insane. Um but yeah, there was that moratorium and uh and so I think you guys said that a lot of people canceled.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Yeah, I actually ended yeah. up getting a ride. So I I took my ride my cab ride from the airport straight to the testing spot, yeah. right? I do that and then I found out that there's no Uber at the at the time there's no uber in vegas right because the
0: cabs had the union bullshit yeah they finally got over that stuff. but yeah
1: i call them i try to get a cab they're like we don't know when it'll be but like i guess i was there for like an hour and then the guy had to go on at the testing place he's like i gotta go on break you want to ride oh
0: that's dope he told
1: me like yeah we had 100 reservations and then they all a bunch of them dropped off and i was like whoa so
0: well, that's lucky for me, I guess, right? The last work. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so when you say, like, and that will be the last one. Yeah. Like, why Why is that one the last one?
0: Um. Okay. It, it was super challenging to organize, super challenging mm-hmm. to produce. Um. Also, like just things with fan involvement is mm. like really uh in the gray zone now legally oh really yeah because of the once the that was before the 2257s really took a hold um mm-hmm. i don't know if you're familiar with that oh, those
1: uh, like age verification yeah docs? the
0: age verification docs that are required by the government um that and then um the sesta Fasta was the real seal the deal Mm -hmm. you know so like so much extra paperwork and then the sesta Fasta act is like a human trafficking law but it's got like a whole bunch of like really little details in it that um if they wanted to you could it's definitely the fan stuff is definitely in the gray zone with the sesta and there's the
1: reason why like they're also not being paid
0: uh, yeah. Like- Although
1: I do remember signing a contract for one dollar, and I never received that dollar, ah. Sarah. J. I've been waiting four hundred whatever episodes right? to say okay, like I, I believe a dollar. You know a what? Dollar. I'm
0: even gonna adjust it for <laughs> I'm gonna give you five today. <laughs> you know, inflation's a motherfucker. so yeah. you know, I'll give you five
1: today. But what, I I asked if uh, if that can be a factor because like I wanted to start like organizing gangbang slash like sexual fantasies for yeah. people for money. Yeah. And I was uh, after a phone call with a lawyer, they were like, look, if you do this the way you do it, for like say a gangbang, they said if you get an enthusiastic da they in theory yes. could prosecute me for exactly. sex trafficking all these exactly. poor men who get the fuck my friend
0: exactly exactly yeah. um so you know that's why you see like a lot of the like fuck a fan and all those blowjob winners and all the other things that people used to do a lot of those that could fall by the wayside right. you know there's a couple other ones that have popped up recently and i think that they're just they just haven't heard that like sesta fosta is against that <laughs> <Yeah>. you know <laughs>
1: so it, at, at yeah. that stage they're kind of rolling the dice like yeah. if so- someone could like, prosecute me I hope they don't right 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 yeah and you were like I'm not taking those risks yeah
0: anymore. like why like it wasn't that, yeah, big. Of Why? It, for yeah. for the for some part part yeah. talent
1: who well, pees on you.
0: Stop! <laughs> ah, it's not even that. It's just, like, the risk is not worth the reward at that point. You know, like, I'm good on it. It's cool. It was, like, so much effort and so much work to, like, put together and to mm-hmm. actually do and stuff. And then for it to be, like, slightly legally risky, eh, I'm good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and then, for, like, a return on that, because, like, you produce mm-hmm. that. That was through your production company, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, like, I mean, can, are you comfortable sharing, like, What's the return on a on a shoot like that, on a movie so like that? It's so
0: hard to tell, to be honest with you, because, like, you just don't get paid all at one time, right. you know, the money rolls so over in lifetime. slowly, like, over lifetime, and then not, it's not just pay that you're, like, looking at, just, like, money, but then there's also promotion and marketing, like, how many people have never heard of me until then, you know, mm-hmm. like...
1: I, I, was, I was one of them.
0: Yeah, see? Although, apparently, I was
1: wrong, because then I went to the comic strip and be like, yo, Sarah J got me through high school. Ah, uh,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah it's hard to say like it was it was definitely um profitable monetarily and uh promotions and marketing wise which right at this point in my career i really don't feel like i need that at all sure like, you're like i'm yeah. good people know i'm, who, totally I'm good. an entity yeah yeah i'm yeah. a brand <laughs> <laughs> i'm a brand
1: um yeah. so but you have you never look at a video and go like oh, this this will probably net me over a few years X. like.
0: No. Mm. I feel like everything's kind of like a snowball accumulative kind of thing. Gotcha. Like, I don't really... Um look at a product and say like like you just said like you know i'm gonna make a ton of money off that no what i think is like this will be great for my portfolio that's like Mm -hmm. it adds to like what's already there Mm -hmm. you know Mm
1: -hmm. yeah the part where me and siri are both on the dick just the shot we got (laughs) it'll look good in a reel you know (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah what are some of the difficulties of um being like producing your own content beyond the the way everyone's producing their own content, but having a production company mm-hmm. and putting stuff out there, mm-hmm. stuff out there that I imagine doesn't even have you in it. Mm-hmm. So what what are the kind of the, the pitfalls of that
0: sometimes? Um, dealing with the talent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's always something. It's always something like either, um, you know, like the I, I try to book my shoots in groups. So like we'll shoot for like a whole week. And so that way I'll fly talent in and shoot Mm. them as much as possible. And we'll shoot like two or three scenes a day for like five to seven days. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, and then we work on the post, you know? So when that happens, um, you're usually dealing with like a lot of the same talent over and over again. And it's like, once they get there, we're good. But getting them there is like a challenge, you know, like the last group, I'm not going to mention any names, (laughs) but the one girl, she missed her flight four times. How? (laughs) How? I'm like, how did you I'll give her two four times?
1: Like, I'll give you traffic one and I'll give you sleeping in for a second. But after that, honey, yeah. baby, you got to get on the I plane. Mean, she
0: took the dog to the baby dog sitter and it was two, further than she thought it was. And, you know, it's just like that kind of stuff. It's like, fuck, <laughs> dude, just get tested and show up on time. Yeah. Come on. yeah. So, um, and then, like, you know, that and coordinating... um Who's going to work with who, that's a little bit of a challenge too sometimes. What's a challenge there? Yeah, because, you know, like, for example, I had one male talent that I was working with frequently, didn't, didn't like one of my cameramen. So it's like, if that one cameraman's on set, then I can't use that male talent. And, you know, I try to make everybody happy because people work better when they're happy. I don't sure. know if you heard about that, but like... <laughs> People work better when they're happy. <laughs> so, I'm not one of these like producers, directors that are like, no, this is the way it's going to be and you're going to just do it. I usually try to like bend and flex because I want p- I want a better quality. Yeah. E- I don't production. want
1: you to have dick issues because you're uncomfortable that right. this cameraman's there right. and, uh, when you could get another guy. Cam- exactly. What was the issue with the cameraman? Like, was it like, personal or does yeah. he's like, he doesn't know how to shoot
0: this No, dick. It, like vibes. Like, you know, I have one cameraman that's very passive and I have one cameraman that's very like, active like aggressive you know like
1: what's an aggressive cameraman like just
0: like you ready yet or no just like a little like Mm. abrasive okay he's like slightly abrasive he might not be the best communicator you know what i'm saying (laughs)
1: have have you have we thought about getting some like non-violent communication courses
0: already did (gasps) (laughs) yeah actually yeah i call um, that investment i know i know i um yeah and, and i'll be honest with you he's like a whole different human being he's he's been working on himself for a couple of years now so. that's so cool yeah it's pretty cool anyone, actually i don't yeah. think
1: anyone's ever thinking that the the porn camera guy is actually going to go through a, yeah. a communication sure. workshop.
0: yeah it was more like like slightly like anger management i guess oh. like more in that direction you know like but all that comes into yeah. play with the same thing but yeah
1: I got to imagine it's even tougher like if you're going to be in a scene and producing it, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Because like how do, how
1: do you manage that? Do you hand right. off some duties to somebody else mm-hmm. for the day? So
0: those days um, I have to be like very organized. So those mm-hmm. are my like days where I have to be like super duper organized. Um, You know, I make sure that all the T's are crossed, all the I's are dotted And, um, I can kind of, I, I have like a little meeting with my cameraman beforehand. I wish he was here. So, you know, but I have a little meeting with my cameraman beforehand. The angry, the angry one. So he can defend himself. No matter who it is. You guys don't understand my childhood. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, it doesn't matter who it is, but whoever the cameraman is, I always have like a little meeting with him. Like, this is what we're going to do. And like, I kind of block it out. And, um, like I have. Like, I always have scripts. Like, I'm probably one of the only people that have, like, written out scripts Mm -hmm. beforehand. But I do that because sometimes you get sidetracked and, and when i'm doing so much whether i'm perf- if especially on the days that i'm performing and directing in all yeah. this stuff it's like you forget what we're doing and i'm like uh, uh, uh so it it just helps to have like an outline you know so i give him the script and i'll go over the script and i'll block it all before the talent even get there like we're gonna do this we're gonna do this part in the hallway and then we're gonna do this and then he's mm. gonna pop on my face yeah. and uh Yeah, so, like, we try to, like, break it all down beforehand so that way I can just, like, hand it all over to him once the camera starts rolling Mm -hmm. and I don't really have to worry about that part too much anymore. Like, my part as director is already done. It's, like, I've directed and passed it on. Yeah.
1: Does it get tough to to stay in that, like, sexy, I can work today vibe when you're having to handle that? Mm
0: -hmm. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if things aren't going the way that I, like, anticipated them to go, you Mm. know? Like... Maybe we maybe we planned on doing an outside pickup and it's raining, you know, so, um, yeah, like when I have to like think on my feet and I'm also trying to be sexy, it's a little challenging at times. And sometimes I have a hard time, like switching gears and letting go a little bit, but I would try to make it work.
1: What do you do to keep yourself in the zone?
0: Um, I try to be attracted to my partner. So a lot of times, especially as I get older. Is it just
1: like, look at those abs, Sarah. Look at that. Yeah. Look at
0: those abs. Yeah. Yeah, No, for real. It is like I, when I'm, when I'm directing myself, I usually work with people that I'm like solidly attracted to. Mm. So that way it's not an effort you sure. know like I'm like I'm already attracted to you so hold on just a second yeah. I gotta do this little bit of work and I'm gonna come back and be attracted to you again okay yeah but like so that yeah that way it's like one less thing for me to do in my head
1: okay okay <laughs> but I imagine you didn't get to always have that kind of a say of like I'm only gonna work with who you think is attractive well
0: as a director yes
1: well I, I mean like over the course of your career right. like in the early days but I on imagine the, on you had those less days,
0: it's not really that big of a deal because I'm not directing mm-hmm. you know so I can focus on Like trying to be attracted to this person. You know, I can focus on trying to create chemistry with this person because my attention is not divided between like the lights and like the noise outside and, you know, this and that. So Mm. when I'm only performing, it's easy. When I'm performing, interacting, it's like, okay, you better be attracted to my partner.
1: Yeah, I remember I interviewed like a male escort, probably not that long after I met you. Uh, and he said, I was like, what happens like, if if the client's unattractive? And he was like, I find one yes. thing that I can be attracted to here, whether it's a personality trait or if it's like, no, I really love these eyes or like her tits are really nice or yeah. like I love that we both enjoy this anime yeah. and I just hone in on this yeah. one thing Absolutely. so I can be do this job.
0: Absolutely. Somebody just asked me the same question yesterday mm. and I was like, it could be their eyelashes are amazing. Mm. You know, it could be their fingers fingernails it could be like anything like i will totally pick that thing and you know and i'll focus on it like they got great hair you know like <laughs> i'm just gonna focus on that great yeah, hair yeah I'm yeah just, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna, gonna get, gonna get into touch that. it i'm gonna rub it i'm gonna squeeze it that
1: face it's a struggle but you know what? i'm gonna focus yeah, on this hair yeah
0: yeah for sure like <laughs> i just absolutely
1: yeah what you know have you ever had to call off a shoot for yourself because you just can't get out of that zone or do you shoot and you're just like i'm gonna really put on the face
0: yeah no i put i push through yeah push
1: yeah. through do you do things afterwards to take care
0: yeah you know smoke a lot of weed have a drink Yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> um great meal like those that's mm-hmm. what i need in my life it's like some weed a drink a meal <laughs> yeah maybe some
1: people to share it with
0: oh definitely yeah. definitely
1: yeah yeah you, you're dating no. No no one to share the, the weeds with after a good scene?
0: No, you know, I got a lot of really great friends and a lot of the people that work with me, um, we kick it after work. Like, I consider them all family, both my cameraman family, my assistant family, mm-hmm. um, you know, all the other girls and stuff that work with me, I consider them all family. So, like, you know, we usually kick it outside of work, too. Sure. Mm-hmm. And it's easy because it's like they get what's going on in my life, you know? Like, I can just be real... Yeah, Mm, Yeah. not have to explain things so much, you know. (laughs) I mean,
1: Sarah J., what's going on in your life? Right. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? What's stressing you out?
0: (laughs) Oh, you know, sometimes you just have a rough day on set or whatever, you know. Like it's, yeah, things things happen just like normal people okay yeah <laughs> okay
1: is too, are you too busy does yeah. it not work do you so know, find things. people you click like
0: so many things like um i'm super busy sure. and um my life is really complicated mm. it's it it takes a lot to deal with my life in general and as a man and as a partner Um, and to expect just every, anybody just be okay with everything that I do Mm -hmm. and I'm not really willing to change it, you know, like, so there's that. No. you know like I'm not really into like compromising and I'm okay with that yeah. Yeah. There, are a ton of, there
1: are a ton of porn performers who you know find partners who are sure. chill and things are good whether they're in yeah. the industry out of the industry there's always
0: some sort of compromise with relationships you know
1: so you don't want to compromise anything not really. you're like I don't even want to yeah. change like you know the temperature on the AC no
0: nah, like you can have your own AC in your <laughs> own apartment over there over there yeah <laughs> come through when you need some pussy
1: okay do you not so do you not feel like an urge for those like lovey-dovey things the the romanticism
0: no I don't um you know what I do like and I miss sometimes is a little bit of companionship just in general Mm -hmm. but I've got a lot of really great friends that I can kick it with at any point in time Mm -hmm. some which I have sex with and some I don't so it's like yeah I like a little bit of a a boyfriend experience you know Uh come over we might have dinner you know we might watch a movie or something and uh you can leave in the morning.
1: But fills enough for the it totally. fills that whole thing. Yeah, you. leave
0: in the morning when you gotta go to work and I've gotta go to work and yeah, we go do our thing. That's dope. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But like I'm totally fine with that. You know, like it's um it's not like yeah, it's perfect to be honest mm-hmm. with you. It's like my yeah. my life is just the way I needed it to be.
1: Well, I mean, that's that's ultimately the goal anyway. It's not like getting into a relationship is what we all have to do. It's yeah. just, you know, for some of us, we're trying to, I'm just trying to find someone who's just going to hold me and let me cry, you know? And I just, sure. yeah, until I find that, I'll never be fulfilled. But if you've got all those pieces, then like, you're good. You're golden. And you know what?
0: I have people that would hold me and let me cry <laughs> and they would also leave in the morning and yeah. that's exactly what I need you to do. <laughs> See, they'd leave in the
1: morning for me and I'd just be like, come
0: back. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, come back next week.
1: Do you do you hook up outside of the industry, or like would you say most of your play partners are within the scene?
0: Ah, it's mixed bag. Yeah,
1: because I've I've been finding out, and I still barely believe it that like I'll meet these porn stars who are like, no, I'm on Tinder too
0: oh uh, they kicked me off tinder i'm not allowed on tinder like just for being me like i would even do nothing wrong just like i was on tinder for six hours i only wanted to be on tinder because like when i go places like you know my friends that are not in the industry and my i got a lot of guy friends you know we go places and they pop open tinder they're like let's see what's on tinder in this city i'm like oh i can't do that you know like because i don't yeah i don't have tinder so they
1: probably think you're fake i got bumble i'm
0: not gonna lie i got bumble Bumble? yeah i don't really go on there a lot but like when everybody's swiping i want to swipe too (laughs) <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, they're swiping. I want to swipe at something. <laughs>
1: I mean, I bet you they thought that you're probably naive in yourself.
0: Yeah, I figured that. Or like, um, you know, I think a lot of sex workers go on there and try to like pick up clients and sure. stuff. So I think that somewhere between that, like they either thought I was imposter or whatever. But it's, you know, it's just for entertainment purposes for the sure. most part. Sure. Like, I'm Yeah. I don't know. I like to... I don't really like to meet strangers. I like I like to work on reference. Like if you had a friend, you're like, Sarah, yeah. like come out with me and my friend. I'll be like, let's go. And I was end up liking your friend. You know, your friend and I might kick it. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I work on references yeah. better because like uh, I, I just, I don't like meeting strangers like sure. that. No, I've got a couple girlfriends that I like specifically go to and I'm like, who are you fucking... yeah because somebody like who who, yeah send them my way who's
1: the new dick on the block
0: right because like i know that i got a couple girlfriends where it's like i know that we all fuck the same you know and we all look for the same type of like things in guys so i'm like who you been fucking
1: (laughs) And, and what are the types of things that you look for in guys how they fuck I, yeah. Right, yeah. I, I, right, yeah, a little more. Come on, what, what, yeah. what, what does, what does Sarah J look for in a good fuck?
0: Um, you know, I want somebody who actually enjoys sex. Like, is gonna. I don't want to say take their time, but like enjoys sex enough to like spend time and like want to do it often. You know, like I know that sounds so like no brainer, but there's plenty of people that I've come across that are like. Y- your sex drive is, like, too much for me. Yeah, like, nah. So, yeah, you know, somebody that could, like, you know, we could have a quickie in the car, or we could spend all day fucking. And somebody that's, like, kind of exciting and interesting, you know, like you know like let's do something different let's let's fuck on the balcony and let's break out the whipped cream and you know what you should invite a friend over and have you ever done it like this and you know we should fuck in the shower i just want somebody with like a lot of options i don't like no's i want yeses like 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 let's do everything like don't be nervous don't be freaked out like let's just do it all like whatever you want to do you want me to lick your ass i do that too like whatever all that things um yeah i i want somebody who is like enthusiastic and a yes person mm-hmm. in sex, as far as sex goes, you know?
1: Is that hard for you to find?
0: Yes. Be, the first part that's hard for me to find is, like, somebody that's not intimidated by me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, in the older I get and the more famous that I am, the worse it is. Like, the harder it is to find somebody that can even just, like, either keep it up or, like, keep up with me in any kind of way. And I'm not saying that in a, um ego kind of way. I'm saying that in a, like, People get nervous around me. They do, and it's yeah. disappointing to me sometimes because I'm like, oh, I wanted to fuck you so bad. Please <laughs> yeah. just get over it. Get
1: You've spent how many head. years wanting to fuck me through that screen? Now right, you can,
0: right? But I, and be, like, as soon as you say that first part, that's what yeah. fucks them up in the head. You know, like I just want to be like, don't. Don't think about that. I'm just Sarah and I'm here right now. Like, I'm not Sarah J. I'm just Sarah. I'm here right now. We're going to do this thing and get your dick hard and let's do yeah, it.
1: Let's have fun. Yeah,
0: yeah. And um, some people just get so in their head, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit stressful um, for me because it – definitely starts limiting my partners down 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 i guess that's a good thing right (laughs) you
1: sound sound like you don't have a ton of patience for the uh the person who who's not ready to go no
0: you're not you're wrong actually i am like so full of patience you Mm -hmm. saw me in team bj i'm a patient well that yeah that's
1: professional patience i'm in your personal life it's more
0: patient in my Mm -hmm. personal life but the thing is is like if if we're not going to if you're going to if you're scared of me we're not going to vibe. Sure. You know, like I need you to not be scared of me. I want you mm. to be confident. Like I just recently had sex with a guy for the first time, this this particular guy for the first time and um I was like I am so glad that you're confident in fucking me. I was like, cause he came in and he just laid it down and he was like, I got this. He's like, I've been thinking about fucking you my whole life. And I was like, <laughs> let's do this then. You know, bring your A game. Yeah. Uh, but so many people don't come with that attitude. And instead they're like, Oh, I hope I do. Okay. This is so scary. I've been thinking about you my whole life, <laughs> you know? And like, I I don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Like, yeah, it's just I I wanna just not feel like you know, I just want it to be normal and fun, mm-hmm. you know, like good vibes. Okay. I don't want to have to coax you through it. Hold your hand.
1: <laughs> yeah, but sometimes you might be in those situations where you're like you think like the person's got it, and then you realize like oh they need some coaxing. I got like, What, you. what do you What do you do in those moments? Yeah, no,
0: I'm here for you. Like uh-huh. whatever you need, you need me to talk to her? You, your, your net, uh-huh. you. You need me to lick your lick your left nipple. I got you. You need to suck on your nuts. I got you. Like I'm a very like.
1: But they need to be confident enough to at least ask for what they need. I it I like.
0: will. Yes, I will even ask you what you need. I need you to tell me. Don't say I don't know. Like (laughs) and that happens. We're like, I don't know what's wrong. It's just I'm like, no, I just need you to tell me whatever it is you need. I got you just hand
1: on the back of my head and call me pretty in my ear and we'll get there Uh. you
0: know and that's probably one of my favorite things about male porn stars to Uh be honest with you is because what they do for a living they have to know their triggers Mm -hmm. you know they're like okay cool um you know what can you lick my left nipple and then while you're doing that tickle my nuts I'm like I got you and then we're back on track you know like everything's good to go so um a lot of you know, I realize that there's a lot of men out there that don't have a reason to know all their triggers, but the more you know your body and more you know your triggers, and I think that comes with experience. Mm-hmm. And experience comes with having a high sex drive because you're having sex a lot. So that's the person <laughs> that I want. I want somebody that's got a high sex drive, that's had sex a lot, yeah. that knows their body, that's like, Oh, I like my asshole licked and I'm like, I got you. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Bend over, whatever you want to do. Um, so yeah. I, I like a sexually experienced partner. Let's put it that way.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. And you're also expanding into. Uh, you're also now in the weed game. It sounds like.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, little did anybody know. I've always been in the weed game. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I was a grower. Which for means you were years. good. Uh, yeah, uh, if they don't, yeah, they know, but sure. they don't know. Yeah, I was a grower for 12 years and um, when I quit growing, that's around the time that it got like super legal mm-hmm. and the more legal something is, the more research can be done in science and then they were able to separate all these compounds that make up cannabis with CBD, you know, being one of them and then CBD becoming legal, not mm-hmm. just in the United States, but like it's pretty much legal in most of the world, like it's legal all through Europe and everything too, yeah. which is great. Before you know it, my friend's giving it to her dog, she's giving it to her kids, grandma are taking it my mom takes it you know my mom doesn't want to be high like so, my mom would is annoying enough like without <laughs> it like her paranoia would just like shoot through the roof if she was stoned you know sure. But um, she gets migraines really bad and she um, has like muscle spasms in her back and stuff. And so she can take some CBD or put some CBD um, topical rub on her and it relieves that without her being high. Yeah. And for me, like I don't always want to be high either, but I do suffer from an insomnia and I always have like sore muscles from all the physical activities. And so sometimes like, you know, CBD is actually what I want because I want to rub it on me or I wanna take it. Like last night before I went to bed, I was just saying like to, like when I was like say 24, 25, when I first started traveling a lot, I would come to a hotel and if I couldn't sleep at like one o'clock in the morning, mm. in the dead of winter, I would have to put on all my clothes roll a joint and go find somewhere outside that was somewhat safe to like smoke, right? Okay. Just so I could go to sleep. So I could walk back to my room and go to sleep. Now I literally reach over, I grab five CBD gummies, I pop them in my mouth and put my eye mask on, 20 minutes I'm done. Wow. Yeah, it's like it's a life changer.
1: Mhm. So you've got your own brand of stuff got, out now?
0: Yep, I've got um, bath bombs called oh. um, Time Out that come in eucalyptus and lavender. They've got 100 milligrams of CBD, which is a ton and will totally knock you out. Mm-hmm. Um, I have massage oil also in eucalyptus and lavender. And massage oil is 400 milligrams in each bottle. Um, it's really nice massage oil. It's like not super oily and it's kind of like a dry massage oil. And then I have a personal lubricant. That um, also 400 milligrams in the bottle. And the way the personal lubricant works is that, you know, CBD increases circulation. Okay. And so that increases your um, stimulation. And so you put it on your labia and you put it on your clit and you could put it on your dick, you know, your balls, the whole thing. Is it
1: like safe internally? Does it oh, always absolutely. Work? Okay.
0: Yep. It's personal lubricant. It's water-based. So you can use it for whatever sure. yeah. does is it
1: does it get you just like locally kind of relaxed or yeah. does it kind of get full no, body it's
0: like a little bit of a, um i don't want to if i say this you're gonna be like oh my god that sounds horrible but it's like a slight slight tingle sure like almost as if somebody is like gently blowing on you oh yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's very just barely noticeable but it's like enough i like to use it when i webcam when i'm by myself more than mm. anything because um you can actually take the time to like feel it and you're like, Oh, that feels nice. And a lot of times I end up squirting <laughs> when I use it by myself because it does increase the stimulation. Mm.
1: And what's, what is next in, uh, in the Sarah J career?
0: Um, so just more of everything, you know, like I'm really excited to release this new website, whiteside.com, which is going to have primarily like all the scenes that I produce that, um, don't have me in them. And then uh, the CBD stuff is great. I've got a couple other products that I would like to um, launch too. So we're just kind of waiting until, um, until we get like a good feedback and really get out there with the products that we have. And then we're going to add a couple more products and, yeah, just keep building and growing. Okay. And, you know, I've got other like little things that I'm doing too, little investments and stuff like that. I invested in a cam company in, um, in Curacao. Okay. Yeah, uh, chemistry, and cute so, name. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I got just like little little things here and there. I got fingers and pies.
1: Performing wise, is there anything still like left to do that that's still on a wish list? Even all these years later,
0: yeah, you know, I have like one thing that I'm like, why haven't I just done this? I just needed to do it. I want to do a scene with two guys that are by. Okay, yeah. How never have you done not that done that I don't, yet. I don't know. I don't know. And like, I planned it like twice, and it just like fell through. But it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's
1: gonna what happen. What's the image in your head that like you're really attached to? Okay,
0: okay. Funny you say that because I do have one of those. I'm like, oh yeah, that. Um, I want it to be like a boy girl scene, okay. in and we the viewer. I like to fuck with the viewer's head you know like i've done a couple um scenes with uh trans women okay and like i always set it up where it's like you don't know what's happening you know and so well, like um, super
1: zoomed in until you zoom. No, out, or- no no
0: not like that like like you think it's two girls and so like with the with the bi guys for example um boy girl scene boy girl scenes happening you think it's a boy girl scene and then here comes the other dude like like maybe like a quarter way through the scene, you know? Was this
1: guy early for the next scene?
0: <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, you know, maybe I'm cheating on my boyfriend and my boyfriend walks in. But it turns out mm-hmm. my boyfriend likes dick too. Yeah. <laughs> so.
1: Does that reflect your personal life?
0: No, not at all. No. I think that's why I want to do it. Yeah. Right. Like that sounds like fun. So you have,
1: you have more interest in doing it on camera, but not really an in interest off camera.
0: I would totally do it off camera too, no. but just, I don't really have a personal life that reflects that, but yeah. Fair enough. Fine. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you, uh, what, what are some of the difficulties of, of setting that type of scene up? I, I know there is definitely some stigma about, you know, by guys in this industry and also no the, stigma. the women who are willing to work with them.
0: Yeah. I have no stigma. A test is a test is a test is mm-hmm. a test. Um, for me, if I feel like somebody is um, more sexually risky than I would like them to be, I might have them get a cleaner test, like, more recent, you know? Like, mm. there's been girls, even, that I've booked that I'm like, you're going to need a three-day test.
1: And that's is that based off of, like, what you know what that I personal know about them. life yeah. is yeah. like? Yeah, personal life
0: or yeah. just, like, whatever, yeah. And it's my choice. It's yeah. my vagina and or it's my set, even if they're working with somebody else on yeah. my set. Um, you know, there's there's girls where you know, I know that their sex life is risky, sure. you know, and there's there's also guys, there's plenty of people that I know that they have a ri- risky sex life and I will request a seven or a three day test, you sure. know, at my cost. It's not like I make them pay for it, you yeah. know? So, um, I think that that's like only fair, you know, but at the same time, I don't judge anybody for doing whatever it is that they do, whatever hole they want to put it in. Mm-hmm. I don't care, you know?
1: Yeah. Are there any, um, special difficulties of booking that, the scene that f- somehow still hasn't happened. Right.
0: Okay. So since I'm going to be producing it, we go back to what you just said before. Mm-hmm. Um, since I'm going to be producing it, I want the guys to be guys I'm attracted to to make my life easier. Sure. And then also we're dealing with two dicks. So we got to make sure two dicks are like on point. So it's got to be like two guys with really good dicks that are like um, dependable dicks because I'm producing and directing and performing. So uh, let's make it less complicated as possible and like less challenging, mm-hmm. you know? It would be a lot easier for me to direct it and not be in the scene, but I want to be in the scene. Of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, so um, yeah, just finding two guys that I'm attracted to that are really solid performers sure. that also like each other.
1: Is there a particular configuration when you like think about this? This you're like this is the one thing I still haven't done. It's like yeah. is there a particular part where you go like missionary? And that missionary? Mis- I'm
0: in missionary with a guy on top of me, okay. and then there's another guy that comes in and gets on top of him.
1: Okay. Hey, All like right.
0: do- like doggy him. yeah, like doggy doggy doggy's him. Oh, yeah, doggy's you know? him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: rocking. Yeah. And and um, are there any other types of scenes that you've been waiting to do, or do you think you've do you think you got it all, mostly at this
0: um, point? Um, you know, I I definitely have done it all. I would like to do another gangbang. Not that I haven't done them before, I have, but it just there's so few and far between. And I feel like at this phase of my life, I haven't really done a gangbang lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like to do a gangbang. Okay. Mm-hmm. And
1: and do you see like um? Also, like, so I'm not please. sorry to
0: interrupt you, but also I, I just thought of this trains like i feel like trains don't get um shot enough
1: train not getting the representation they deserve like Um. like
0: and you could do a train you know like a five guy train or you know 10 guy train and every guy just do one position you know but i like like i've had trains in my personal life which i think is kind of a fun thing because you get that one-on-one attention with each guy Almost like having a you know just a one on one experience, but it's like over and over again, like one on one with you, and then one on one with you, and then one on one with you. <laughs> so, um, I would like to shoot more of those, not just with myself but with others, because I just don't feel like they they get shot enough.
1: As a sex dork, I really appreciate your your being able to delineate between gangbang and a train oh yeah which i feel like so totally different totally Would you want to explain the difference
0: totally different well i mean a gangbang is like everybody at once you know (laughs) and um a train is like a one-on-one experience over and over and with different people yeah yeah yeah. right off one right how
1: many constitutes a train to you what's your minute what's the men three
0: guys probably. okay
1: yeah. and gangbang same three or uh
0: yeah three guys one girl like yeah for okay sure. that's okay. like i don't really like to do gangbangs with more than five guys because i don't do anal mm-hmm. and so like five guys is like one guy in my mouth one guy in my pussy one guy in each hand and then there's a guy like waiting to get hard or something like that there's always somebody waiting to get hard i've been in both situations where it's girls and one guy and guys and one girl and if it's guys and one girl what are you supposed to do besides just jerk your dick and wait for your turn for a hole to open up you know
1: check twitter (laughs) i can tell you that twitter check twitter and then you ask you ask the other guys about the game Um, The
0: game, wow. doesn't matter what the game was right was their game probably how was it yeah sure (laughs) um as the girl the girl situation um I was in, like, in a personal, in my personal life. I've been in a few of these where it's, like, a bunch of girls and one guy. And it's, like, if all the girls like to eat pussy, we're good, you yeah. know? But, like, I've been in situations where it's, like, they don't. And so then we're just, like, the guys you are just sitting around kind of, like, playing DJ diddles on your twat. Like, yep.
1: And your heart's not even in it. You're yeah, just like, like I well, guess I'm, I'm in a holding pattern. You
0: know what? I'm super horny and I'm like always trying to fuck everybody. So like in that kind of situation, I'm like going around to each girl to see like what's up. Like, hey, let me touch your titties, like Are you liking that? And they're like mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, they pull away from you, you're like, Oh guess you're not really into girls like that yeah. sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> just waiting for the dick huh yeah yeah me We're too just waiting for the dick yeah how was the game yeah <laughs> <laughs> no it's pro- it would probably probably like oh i like your hair <laughs> yeah did you just get it done <laughs> where'd you get that little outfit those shoes you had on are cute yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you um do you see any exit strategy with with this career well at least with the performing part of this career
0: um no like i don't really see it as an exit strategy i see it as like a fade away mm-hmm. you know like because um i just as of right now i just do a little less scenes than i used to and mm-hmm. i'll do a little less more in the future and it's just like a natural progression you know like you do less scenes because you're a little more tired your mm-hmm. knees hurt a little bit more you're like eh. I don't want to work today, you know, yeah. <laughs> like physically, you know? So um, I think it's more like a fade away than a exit strategy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I still like to fuck and stuff, but sometimes like, you know, fucking on camera requires a little bit more energy, like, cause you got to show off a little bit, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I think it's, it's like, instead of like wanting to perform all the time, I just want to perform like when I want to. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Okay. So so fans can expect more Sarah J content for, for some time to
0: come. Oh sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well
1: Sarah, uh, this was the great to reconnect like this. Uh, <laughs> nice to reconnect with our clothes on. Hi. Uh, hey. and I but I miss Willie. Um
0: <laughs> I, You won't recognize Willie. S- stop it. You will not recognize Don't Willie. Don't say it. He no. lost about 250 pounds. Stop. Mm-hmm. And you still employ him? Can he still? Uh, can he still he's, do it? He is like all muscle now. <laughs> like he's all muscle. Wow. Yeah.
1: I uh, I think this might have been uh, the 2020, 2019 AVNs. I went by to say hey to you at your booth, and while I was waiting for you to finish with whatever fans were there, I go I tap I pull it up on my phone. I tap. I was like, hey, you don't remember me, but years back at yeah. the team BJ, I interviewed Sarah. It's like a picture yeah. of me with you, yeah. and he's like, "Yo, I man, I look good in this. Yo, can you send that to me?" <laughs> <laughs> so somewhere in the depths of my phone yeah, is Willie's you know, number.
0: He, he, um, he had a little health scare in 2019, and um, he got his shit together, and okay. he he is like working out two hours a day. He's almost a full vegetarian. Whoa. Yeah, like he's he's like I would say maybe like pescatarian-ish sometimes. I don't know. He's 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 incredibly fit. Like, yeah, he's very muscular, incredibly fit. I'm very proud of him.
1: Well, I'm glad to hear yeah. that uh, y'all y'all still working. Together.
0: Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah. Yes, Wait, has Willie family.
1: ever done any scene ever?
0: I, you know, not for me, but I feel like he's probably popped up on a couple girls only fans. There's, you know, like like Willie's got game, and there's so many nights where like he would tuck me into bed after a convention or whatever, and he'd be like. All right, y'all, good. Okay, good. Just, you know, and then the next day he doesn't even come back. And then next morning he's in at like 8 a.m. or something. Smiling. Yeah. And I'm like, where were you? He be like, Oh, this girl and that girl. And I'm like, Oh shit, Willie. He got names on his list. You know, like he's, yeah, he's, he's tagged some girls.
1: He's just like, Oh, I'm just, and just. Did yeah. some last minute content. Right, right. No,
0: I definitely think that there's probably only fans with Willie on it for sure.
1: That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sarah, where can people go to find you, find your products, find wide side?
0: Um, you can go to Sarah That's like my little link portal. that will take you to everything that I'm at. Um, Twitter, Sarah J Triple X. You got Sarah and um, my site my site I've had for twenty years. Wow yeah crazy right it's sarah J. which means that
1: your site can fuck oh, which yeah, is cool my site can fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um and you're so you don't have instagram right
0: well i've got sarah jcbd um okay. that's um the only instagram i have left and uh, <laughs> left yeah no they deleted all my instagrams like two months ago they delete them all within oh, like 40 days okay. yeah
1: still so got your twitter
0: yeah, Twitter's good. <laughs> okay, yeah, good. Yeah,
1: just making sure you never know these days. It's yeah. uh, you know, with we, we, we porn gals and their social media, you're like, Do you, are is your is your Instagram still with us?
0: Right? No, my Instagram died. <laughs> no, no, we, we, we lost the
1: Snapchat three months ago. Right. We're still very yeah. sad. Yeah, no, <laughs> my
0: Instagram was 5.4 with a blue check. Oh. Yeah, I'm real sad. Wow.
1: Well- folks uh please go follow her on whatever's left yeah Um, you can just go to sarah j (laughs) links
0: and whatever's there is there
1: yeah uh sorry nice chat with you again why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody thank
0: you it's a pleasure as always thanks billy
1: did you know you could share your thoughts on this week's episode with hundreds of whoreheads in the champagne room we have an entire channel dedicated just to episode discussions Hey, we also got channels sharing selfies and talking about kink and sharing sex toy recommendations, but we'd love for you to join us in there at manhorpodcom slash discord. Connect with like-minded listeners. Let us know what you thought about the show. Justin in the Champagne Room wrote, Billy, I'll make you a deal. I will spread the word of your episodes if you post it on Instagram each week. Well, Justin, you're in luck every week on Twitter and Instagram. I am posting a little clip from the show that you can share. By the way, there's also a great website or app called Headliner where podcast fans can go and make an audiogram out of any of their favorite podcasts. Uh, I'll put a link to Headliner in the show notes. But if what's preventing you from sharing the show on Instagram and Twitter is just me sharing a clip myself, well, don't worry, you're in luck Check out my grids. You'll see those posts ready and available to share. I'm on Twitter at TheBillyPrecita. I'm on Instagram at BillyIsPrecita. And if you have an advice question you need answered, if you have a comment about a particular episode, you want to yell at me slightly in private, you can send an email to me at manwhorepod at gmail.com. Next week, folks, we've got on a poly icon Co-host of the hit show, Multi Amory, Dedeker Winston. Incredibly excited to share that episode with you. It's been an episode I've been waiting years to get. For now, I gotta prepare for a threesome. I, I I somebody close to me had to uh had to cancel a certain party plan that they were gonna go to and to make it up to her um well. I got to have an MMF threesome with her. It's just the type of thing you do for the people you care about. Oh, well. (laughs) I hope you all enjoy your weekends. Uh, Enjoy those, hey, baby, I'm just trying to make it up to you threesomes like I'm having. I hope you find that thing for the costume for that party you're going to. Or maybe you're just trying to uh, binge watch the flight attendant. It's it's pretty captivating. I, I don't know why they did a season two. Season one is a really great limited series. I'm very nervous about this second season because I don't see the purpose of it. And I just feel like we're gonna lose the plot. But like I'm gonna I'm gonna trust the process. I'm gonna give it a try. I have to for at least the next few days until Ozark has new episodes. So whatever you're doing to take care of yourself or others, people, be kind, be safe, and stay slutty. Are you looking to start a podcast, want to use audio as a marketing tool for your small business? Enjoy free credits when you use my promo code Billy at Libsyn.com. That's Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com, or click the link in the show notes.